0: Danger. dangerous.
1: Everybody come to the Breakfast Club. I call this the hot you are you are Can I live? You are out of <laughs> control. <laughs> I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so <laughs> Why are y'all so petty?
0: The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy.
2: Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way.
0: Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody.
2: Hey, good morning, fam. What's up,
3: Yeezy? What's good? It's Monday! What a weekend. I saw you were in Vegas. Yeah, I went to Vegas first for the uh, Mr. Olympia, I guess, competition oh, or convention. you were competing? I was definitely not competing. Oh. I felt like I felt so small. All the push ups I ever did in my life meant nothing. When I say, I don't want to say it, but it was some diesel men mm. and women. It was crazy. I didn't see too many minority women though. That was one thing I was kind of upset with. Like, I did. I wanted to see more, health, like more Diesel, you know, women that was competing. wasn't too many out in Vegas, but that competition made me feel like a, like a little like. So what you gonna do? I ain't gonna do nothing. Because <laughs> some of them guys can't even touch their back because it's so big. That, how do they scratch their back? Are they posted a picture on Revolt? Yeah, that's how I felt. Oh, that's the an NDO champ. Yeah, NDO champ. He was there. I see Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is, is kind of fitting Diesel too. Well, There was a lot of dudes in there. In comparison was, to you, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess so. And then after that, I went to, sh- to Chicago. There was a, uh, the classic Hampton versus Howard game. Who won? Who do you think won? Come on now. Howard? Hell no. Hampton oh. blew them out by like 40-13.
2: <laughs>
3: blew them out. I can't watch the Giants because the Giants suck, so I watched our, our Hampton University team. So shout out to Hampton University. I had a great time in uh, Howard. Shout out to Heineken for bringing me down. I went, to the, I went to the
2: Revolt Summit. In oh, Atlanta. how was that? It was great. It was a lot of people out there. Uh, some highlights that happened. The Dream, actually, there was a a, a girl stand for him, a young lady, and he's actually going to produce her first song. Oh, wow. Imagine how good that must feel. Also, I know you saw that uh, T.I. was arguing with Candace Owen. I did see that. Mm -hmm. They had some back and forth. There were a lot of heavy hitters out there, though, and people were really mingling and talking to everyone. That's great. So, yeah, it was a a great event there. And Mm -hmm. then, let me tell you, I came back home, and then I had to do Envision Fest. That's a festival in Brooklyn, and it's for women, young girls who are... Uh, trying to do different things, entrepreneurship-wise. They have, it's a a big festival. They have all different booths set up. Drink Fresh Juice was there, of course, Mm -hmm. set up. And I was on a panel for that as well. So we were just talking about our different career paths and how we got to where we got to, giving our different advice, experiences, what it's like being the only woman in the room, Mm -hmm. things like that. And then last night, oh, then over the weekend also, while I was home on Saturday night, I got to watch this Netflix series. It's called Unbelievable. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's based on a true story about a teenage girl who was raped, reported the wow. rape, and then the cops just did not believe her mm-hmm. and basically forced her, coerced her to say that she made the whole story up. Uh-huh. And then she, even though she really did get raped, and then everybody hated her, they put her name in the paper. She had to pay a fine wow. back to the city and everything. Just uh, the amount of, and they said they never do that. They made her pay a fine for the, I guess, money that they spent working on her case and then way later on she gets vindicated but I had to watch all eight parts of the series because I had I'm like I cannot wait I just need them to see that this is true it was killing me but imagine if well, you have to see the whole thing. It's based you just on told a, me the whole thing. Well, it's based, on a <laughs> true, it's based on a true story, so it's not a secret. It's not like you don't know what's going to happen. I didn't know that
3: true story. I would have watched it. Now, you just ruined it. I just I just watched
2: all eight episodes talking to you. If you read what it even says in the description, it Sheesh. tells you all of that. Okay. So it's not like it's a spoiler. You're just waiting to see the, how the whole process played out and how difficult it is when you report a rape, how you have to over and over again give the same statement, write the statement, mm-hmm. all these different things. I, you can see how it could be discouraging for a person.
3: All right. Okay, well I'm going to check that out mm-hmm. And let's get the show cracking Now, uh, Lorenz Tate will be joining us Yes,
2: I was watching Power last night also
3: Yeah, actor He's been doing it for a long time And he still looks like he's about 24 years old mm-hmm. So he's we'll a kick a it vegan. with Lorenz Tate And also Fantasia will be here
2: Ah, uh, yes, I like Fantasia I don't know
3: if she's ever been up here But we're going to kick it this with Fantasia as well Alright, well let's get the show cracking Front page news, what are we talking about?
2: Uh, well, let's talk about Hurricane Humberto, and everybody's watching to see what's going to happen. What's today? it going to hit? Hurricane Humberto.
3: Humberto. Okay.
2: Yes. Also, we'll talk about Felicity Huffman and her prison sentence.
3: All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NFL, Detroit beat the Chargers, 13-10. Baltimore beat Arizona, 23-17. Green Bay beat Minnesota, 21-16. Indianapolis beat Tennessee, 19-17. San Francisco beat Cincinnati, 41-17. Buffalo beat the Giants. I don't even know why the Giants played, 28-14. Seattle play, uh, beat Pittsburgh, 28-26. New England beat Miami, 43-0. What happens to that whole Miami team? Did they play high school? Trash, right? Yeah. Sorry, Miami. Used to be Jacksonville, 13-12. Dallas beat Washington, 31-21. Who cares? This guy walks in right when I say Dallas score, like on time. Like, it's just, oh, my gosh. Let me
0: tell you something about me and my God. My God Mm -hmm. has always given me the most awesome timing ever, and I just wanted to walk in to say my Dallas Cowboys are 2-0. Just making sure you know that my Dallas Cowboys are 2-0. You can't be a hater your whole life, Envy. I
3: read nine scores. When I got to his Mm -hmm. score,
0: he walks in. Nine is also the highest level of change. I just want you to know that. Everything must go from knowledge Uh to one in order to be. But once again, uh, you can repeat the score if you want.
3: No, I don't. Okay. We missed it. Kansas City beat Oakland 28-10. Chicago beat Denver 16-14. The Rams beat New Orleans 27-9, and the Falcons beat the Eagles 24 to 20. And tonight, in Monday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns take on the Jets. All right. Now, what what are we starting with you?
2: Uh we'll talk about Felicity Huffman. She has been sentenced to only 2 weeks behind bars.
3: Who's that? Now? Explain what happened with her.
2: Well, that is uh the whole college bribery scandal mm-hmm. and She's been found guilty, and that's for paying money to change the SAT scores to get her her daughter better SAT scores to get into college. Mm -hmm. And the judge is saying the reason why this case was the way it was was because she had near immediate acceptance of responsibility for her crime, and she paid one of the smallest bribes as well. But I will say this, and everyone was bringing this situation up, and I totally agree. There was a homeless woman from Bridgeport, Connecticut, Tanya McDowell. Back in 2011, she was sentenced to five years in prison, and that was because she enrolled her son in a school district, a free school district, by the way, where he did not reside, to use the babysitter's uh, babysitter's address. Because she was homeless, and she wanted her child to have a better education. She and was she living in a van years. and in homeless shelter. She spent five years in jail.
0: I thought she's still in jail.
2: No, nah, this was back in 2011 oh. that this happened. She was arrested and charged with first-degree larceny, and she served five years for the stolen education. She said, who would have thought that wanting a good education for my son would put me in this predicament? And so, it's interesting as a kid- to me that... Mm-hmm.
3: As a kid, mad parents would do that. They would. I thought that was mad regular. You would, yeah, you would use different addresses. You just can't get caught. You wouldn't want your kids to go to the worst school district. You know, like I said, my um zone school as a kid was Andrew Jackson was the first school ever to have metal detectors, and it was no way I was going there. You know, I just
2: find that crazy that for a free education and trying to help your child get a free education, you get sentenced to five years in jail. That's crazy. But you can pay to change the SAT scores and only get 14 days. Well, I
0: mean, it's rich a, privilege. And not only is it
2: 14 days, but she'll also have tanning and all of that that she can do in there. So it's a very plush. What do you mean yeah, tanning? They yeah. have tanning in jail? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to look at she the difference. sunbathing.
0: Felicia, Felicity Huffman is a white, rich woman. Yep. And the other woman was a black, poor woman. So privilege and paper, baby. Yeah, Simple as that. <laughs> privilege paper. It's and paper. And I also wonder, was one case federal and was the other state the Felicity Huffman got picked up by the feds, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a federal case. I wonder if the other case was a state case. because law- I don't think yeah. women,
2: I don't think you should go to jail for that regardless. I didn't like, say you
0: should go to jail. I'm saying the laws are probably different on the federal level and on the, and on the state level, wherever the state that young lady was in.
2: All right, now Hurricane Humberto, they're saying that is is going to potentially threaten Bermuda later this week. Shout out to all our friends in Bermuda. So mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't happen. And localized heavy rainfall in the Bahamas throughout today. So that's what's happening right now. If you are. Anywhere from the east coast of Florida to North Carolina, they are saying to stay out of the water because of high surf and dangerous rip currents. All right.
3: Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. hit us up right Listen, now.
0: man, can we drop one of clues bombs for Elvis Duran, it! Shout out to Elvis Duran. Uh, Elvis Duran got married this weekend in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. I was I was at the wedding uh, on Saturday. I'm, I'm actually still recovering because Santa Fe is up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like I was just yawning all Saturday night. But let me tell you something. When uh-huh. I say I'm still recovering, I'm still recovering. You had a good time. I drank way too much. Bunch to of cocktails. And a bunch of cocktails. You know what Elvis Duran says he's a poor him one and tell him one. All right. There was a lot of them being poured because <laughs> Alex will be telling them cocktails for the rest of his life. Woo! All right. Well,
2: congratulations. So, congratulations. Drop one of the
0: food bombs for Elvis and uh, Alex, man. I yes. had way too much fun. I need. I started to say, you know, I need more gay friends because this gay wedding is. This is on. It's popping. Poppin'. We seen your outfit, but it ain't. It ain't. Mm-hmm. It ain't that they're gay. That was rich. Yes, he is. Yes, he he is. is. If you want to have fun at a wedding, make sure that the person's wedding
3: you go to is rich. Okay. All right. All right. All right. right. Get it off your chest. This next call us now is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. (laughs) This is your time to get it off your chest,
0: whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, Hello. the Breakfast
1: Club, this
3: one. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Hey, good morning, DJ Andy. What's up, sir? Angela Yee. Good morning. Hey, Charlamagne the God. What's
0: up, King? How you?
3: I'm all right. I want to uh, get out my desk about these dogs on chicken sandwiches Everybody complaining about. Man,
0: ain't nobody eating chicken sandwiches no more.
3: That was three weeks ago. Yeah, baby, made that stuff up. Here in Louisville, Kentucky, they still on it. Popeyes is still fat. They
0: suck, though
2: Chicken Popeyes sandwiches for Popeyes
0: are
3: crap. I, I haven't tried it, so I couldn't tell you, sir.
0: Yeah, Popeyes didn't, re- they didn't, re- <laughs> re- they didn't reissue that chicken, chicken sandwich
2: yet. I think there's still a couple of places where you could still get it.
0: They were doing the BYO. Yeah, the BYOC. Bring, no, bring your own bun. That's
3: what they was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches is killing out breakfast, killing out breakfast pie- club. We know so, what you mean. We know what you mean. But, you like, thank you, and you sir. Than and I, uh, hello, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? You called us. Uh, this is Vinny. Hey, hey Vinny. Vinny. Hey, I'm John. How we doing? Listen,
0: so uh, I saw this Halle Berry movie, right? I'm from the uh, Sopranos, and uh, Halle Berry movie sucked. It really sucks. She just showed no booty. She's supposed to be. Honestly,
3: you you got to do. You Barry got movie. a new one came out this week. What's it called? A Halle Berry movie? Uh, a hustler, right? Hustlers? That's not
2: Halle Berry. Yeah, that's Jennifer Lopez.
3: Right, right, right.
0: So Why did the a movie called. Right, Halle uh, Berry sucks. He shows no booty. Big stop, it, stop it! That's Big Chocolate the toe sucker,
3: man. Right,
2: yeah, right, I
3: know. Right, why right, we're right, so I was paying
2: attention to him. So
0: I might be your show, and the only thing I don't like about your show is uh, the stupid one with the big head and the big
3: mouth. He talks too much. Capiche? Big, you suck, man. I don't know what you do for a living, but I don't, it's not a comedian because you. But horrible. that movie
2: did great. I keep hearing how good it is. I got to go see it this weekend. I was traveling. Oh, I mean, next horrible guys! I was, can't it wait. Was, Shut up. up. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what he's
3: talking about. made over $30 million. It's only behind It Part 2. Hello, who's this? This your boy, YBF2030. Okay. YBF2030. Okay.
0: What's Tell up?
2: Tell us the explanation behind that name.
3: Uh, well, you know,
4: the 30 is the new 20
3: and the 20 is the 30. All
0: oh, right, so. your insecure
3: ass up. 30 is <laughs> 30. What's YBF? I think I heard Charlotte, Charlotte
0: who? <laughs> Charlotte, man, the God, Menard
3: McKelvey. Go ahead, sir. Get it off yeah,
0: your yeah, chest. Yeah,
3: yeah. hey, hey the, the good guy.
2: What's up?
0: Oh, well, I want to talk about the little <laughs> white chick that buried her child and try to come on with these fake tears, mm-hmm. dreadful fake tears. She needs to get dunked here today. Charlemagne. why you ain't been on that, bro?
1: Because
0: mm. it's a very dark story, to be honest with you. I feel you, but she's white male, so we got to give it to her.
2: Didn't she get off of that, too?
0: Yeah. Pathetically, she got off with, with those horrible tears. And then I want to also talk about this Malik, dude. Yo, I feel so different from him on that movie, Ride. Yo, he tripping. Malik who? Yo, your boy, Malik, whatever, what is his name? Malik Yoba? Yeah, your the boy, head dude, they yeah, training, you had know, trainings and all that. I mean, he was cool when he was on Ride, you know what I'm saying? All right. But,
3: you know, Can it, first of all, you gotta, is, is the, the, the proper term is transsexual.
0: Black people are just funny when we don't want to claim somebody. Be like, your boy.
3: You know, your boy. boy. All right, thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we
0: want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
3: Hello, who's this? This is Renee. Hey, Renee. Get it off your chest. Good morning, DJ MB. Good morning, Angela. Yee. Good morning.
0: What's up, baby? Well,
3: I'm just a little disappointed that none of you were there <sighs> to represent at the parade yesterday, the African-American parade. You would have made it poppin'. Oh, the one goes to
0: Harlem. Mean, I didn't know there was an African-American Day parade. Uh, uh, Drink fresh
2: juice was out there. Uptown, right? Well, next year, maybe. Can you come and get on the float? I did that parade, actually, a couple of times. I did it, too, before. I'm sorry?
3: Yeah. I, I said, we've done that, that parade uh, several times, but we just couldn't make it this year. I've yeah, never done that parade before. Yesterday I, it I
0: was at a,
2: yesterday, I was at Envision Fest, so I couldn't make it there.
3: And I'm not
0: committing to well, it, because I don't know nothing about you. it. The kids were looking forward to it. We missed you. How can they miss us, and nobody invited us? I know. We didn't even... <laughs> how, how can they look forward to us? We know. I never I never agreed to come to that. The I didn't know nothing about to, it. I, believe, I think the we station used, used to have a float there. Our
3: breakfast club. That's
0: all. Well, if we would have got an invite, if we would have known about it, we possibly could have. If we got there. invited, what, Charlamagne? I probably would have went, but I was flying back from Santa Fe yesterday, so, and I'm still tired.
3: Trav, don't be calling here on no cowboy stuff this morning. Come on,
0: Trav, let's talk that talk, Trav. Yeah. What's
2: up, Envy? What's up, Yee? Hey, Trav. What's up, Boo? Charlamagne.
0: What up, sis? My fellow star lover. John went to Clues Bonds for the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, hey 31 uh, points. I don't care. Oh, okay, came week two. Oh, we going to the Super Bowl, baby. This is That's right. You see this every year. No, no, see, it's different. If y'all actually watch football, y'all would know. Y'all can look at them Dallas Cowboys and tell they different this year. Offense is hey, cooking. He.
2: Yes, sir. Hey, he. I know you haven't picked a team nope, yet. Nope, I haven't picked. You can't be waiting.
0: Listen, you can't be waiting to week three. And I normally don't allow bandwagon No, fans, we don't know, know Trav. No, we're not doing that. It's no. not really a bandwagon because no. I no. don't
2: stick with it. I just pick a different team every season to no. follow.
0: Can't do that with the Cowboys. Cowboys, are t- you got to be a cowboy life or nothing.
2: I didn't say I wanted to pick the Cowboys. And we but what were you going to in? say, Trav?
3: What? Hey, Envy. What? You can't lie, Envy. We look good out there, baby. I said y'all look look good good last week. How many compliments do you want? I said y'all look good out there last week. I said y'all look like a super team. I said it last week. I'm not saying it no more. We got a black
0: quarterback, black running back, baby. Okay. Last December, I don't know if you remember, me and Wax were talking when we had just made the playoffs, and I said we were going to the bowl last year, and you came in there with negative energy, like, "No, nah, this is not our year. We going next year." Can I ask your qu- believe you this year, Shar Okay, but listen, can I ask you a question. Oh, my goodness. I was right. All right, enough hey, with this kumbaya you gotta stop y'all thinking stuff. everything Goodbye. is negative energy when it's the truth. I was telling right. you to deal with the reality of the situation. We wasn't going to the bowl last year, but we going this year.
2: I'm not. And hey, he just hung
3: up. All right, fine. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Yeah, we got rumors on the way?
2: Uh, Yes, we are going to talk about Beyonce. She's got something new coming out, and it was a surprise for everybody because we didn't anticipate this today. Also, since we started talking about the movie Hustlers, we'll tell you what numbers those made at the box office.
3: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: It's uh, time.
0: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
2: Well, last Friday, Bill Maher made some comments on his uh, real time where he talked about fat shaming and how it needs to make a comeback. Here's what he said. Being
3: fat isn't a birth defect. Nobody comes out of the womb needing to buy two seats on the airplane. (laughs) We have gone to this weird place where fat is good. It's pointing out that fat is unhealthy. That's what's bad. Fat-shaming doesn't need to end, needs to make a comeback. <laughs> Some amount of shame is good.
0: I hate how we twist things in the media, because that whole rant that he did was not about fat shaming at all. It was about the obesity problem that America is facing.
2: Well, he did say fat shaming needs to make a comeback. Yeah, but that was like a small
0: portion of it. Like, it was a small portion of
2: a six-minute rant. here's what James Corden responded to, because he was responding to the fat shaming comments that Bill Maher made. Here's what he said. Fat shaming never went
0: anywhere. I mean, ask literally
2: any fat
0: person. We are reminded of it. All the time we know that being overweight isn't good for us and I've struggled my entire life trying to manage my weight and I suck at it it's proven that fat shaming only does one thing it makes people feel ashamed and shame leads to depression anxiety and self-destructive behavior self-destructive behavior like overeating let's be honest fat shaming is just bullying Bill Maher and James Corden are both right, but they're missing each other. Because here's the problem about someone like Bill Maher. He's a host of a politically driven talk show. He's also a comedian. The points he was raising were super valid. He was referencing a New York Times article entitled, Our Food is Killing Us. With a quote that read, "Poor diet is the leading cause of mortality in the United States." Then he listed all the terrible health conditions that are caused by being fat. He talked about how obesity is a huge part of the healthcare debate that nobody is having. Like he was, a, it was a whole conversation about obesity in America.
2: <laughs> right. I don't think we should bring back fat shaming though. And as James Corden said, it never really went anywhere. He also points out childhood obesity is directly linked to poverty. And the reasons why that happens, as many people have pointed out in a a bunch of different studies conducted by the University of Michigan Health System, he also talks about genetics playing a role. Bill Maher talked about that too. And a molecular genetist uh, named Jeffrey Friedman who discovered a hormone called leptin and all of those different reasons, which is why you can't just fat shame people and And make them feel embarrassed and it is bullying. And Bill
0: Maher talked about all of that too, but you didn't watch the whole thing. And I, and I don't think you can get around shaming somebody when they are fat because I think anything you say to a person when they are obese, they will take it personal and say you are shaming them. Even if you pull them to the side and have one-on-one conversation, I think they will feel ashamed. But here's the beauty of it. You can actually change it. And that's all Bill Maher was encouraging. You can actually go make a change because the majority of people in America are fat because of overeating and lack of exercise.
2: And let's keep it real. Some people's bodies true. are just different. Like Envy, Gia can eat whatever she wants and not gain weight, right? That is true. The majority of people can't do that. No. And a lot of times genetics does play a role and it's The majority not
0: of people in America are fat because of overeating and lack of exercise. That is a fact. That
3: is that is true. That but is a fact. What we, I mean, going around this country and I DJ everywhere and people are overweight a lot. More than I ever see when I was a child and like I said I went to the Mr. Olympia convention and when I said there was so many people in shape and the guy I had to DJ his booth he owns a company called Limitless and he was like 389 pounds and he he started losing weight I think he had a health scare and realized that wasn't right for him he started eating right he started uh, developing a a, a way to exercise that fit him. He yes. wound up losing all that weight. And now he's damn near a billionaire by selling his routine. And that's why I was eating. So I, it, it can be done. Yes, it definitely of course it can, it can be e- done. But it's not
2: as easy for some people. And let's keep it real. The Nothing food that we eat here Nothing. is genetically modified. Some of it. And, that so, would my point. and so a <laughs> lot of it is the food that we eat. And that's why poverty is linked to obesity as well. A lot of times I think about where I grew up where there were no healthy options around me of things to eat. Nothing where I was going, and when I went to school and had school lunch, it wasn't healthy school lunches. So it isn't easy, and that's why, and, and, and it's I, harder for a lot of people.
0: And and that's why the, the the that's what's being missed in all of this: the fact that you know there was a great conversation about. Healthcare and the way that food is made and the things that are being presented to people. Like that's that's the point Bill Maher was really raising.
2: All right, well we were talking about James Corden's response, which was just on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now the Office US has been re- reuniting for a new series, but this time it's not gonna be another show. It's called Office Ladies. It's a podcast. And the women are breaking down an office episode and sharing behind the scenes trivia and answering fan questions as well. So that is gonna premiere on October sixteenth. You know how much I love that show, The Office. All right, Little Wayne, he canceled a tour appearance of Blink 182. after he was kicked out of his hotel in St. Louis. He says that he just doesn't mess with the police, so that's why he decided not to do that show. He had an incident where he was at the Ritz-Carlton. That was whack. There was a verbal disturbance between Little Wayne's entourage and hotel staff. There were some complaints. The cops came, kicked him out of the hotel, and he said, therefore, he wasn't performing in St. Louis, so he did not make it there. That
3: was whack. That had nothing to do with the people that bought tickets to see that concert. He should have went and did that concert regardless.
0: And, and, And we don't know what they were doing in the hotel.
3: Right, and like what was Wayne doing that caused. Him said to come room, they on they the said door. his room smelled like weed, marijuana, oh, I'm sure. and they said they, all they asked him to do was open the balcony to air it out. But it doesn't matter what he was doing. I mean, th- those people paid their tickets. Like I want to see Little Wayne perform.
0: Yeah, you can't get mad at the uh, the people that came to see you. And, and ruin that night because you had a bad incident at a hotel. All
2: Takashi right, Tekashi69, they said right now while he's in jail, he is safe because he's in jail with other snitches. They believe that he's safe and secure in that facility because there's other people around him that are, you know, targets as well. People want to kill many of them, and so they have to put them all <laughs> together. So they spend all their time with each other. There's no other inmates allowed. They have a common area. How do you trust anybody? Hey, man,
0: life is all about finding your tribe.
2: In that situation, Sebastian okay. Telfair is out of prison right now, just days after he got sentenced three and a half years for that gun case that he had. He's agreed to be under house arrest from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. daily. He has to wear an electronic monitoring ankle bracelet, surrender his passports, and stay in New York City. So for now, that's what's happening as he is waiting to find out uh, if he can actually appeal this sentence while that process plays out he is under house arrest. All right, Hustlers, that movie came out over the weekend and it exceeded expectations. It made over $33 million over the weekend wow. in the box office. So congratulations. That's the biggest opening ever ever. Weekend ever for a live-action Jennifer Lopez movie.
0: I heard that J-Lo got Oscar buzz around her performance. Yeah, people are saying it's great. You saw when
2: last week uh, J-Lo was crying over that and everything, uh, reading all the reviews. So congratulations to her for it.
0: I just want to know, is it better than Players Club? That's all. You got to see it. I need to know if it's better than Players
2: Club. And Beyonce, she got shut out at the Creative Emmys. Her documentary, Homecoming, was nominated in six categories and didn't win anything. So she's been nominated for Emmy several times, has not yet won one. That Homecoming got great reviews. Then that was uh, chronicling her 2018 performance at Coachella, but unfortunately didn't win. So, you know, the beehive was going crazy. But Beyonce and ABC did announce Making the Gift, a TV special, and that's actually going to air tonight on ABC. So you can at least make sure you check that out. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, front page news, what are we talking about, Yeezy?
2: Uh, let's talk about Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets. What's going on there?
3: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. You want to do NFL scores?
0: I think you should do NFL scores.
3: Mm, Only one score I really care about, to be honest with you. All right. And and you can do the Giants score just because they lost. (laughs) Shut up, man. Detroit beat the Chargers 13-10. Baltimore beat Arizona 23-17. Green Bay beat Minnesota 21-16. Indianapolis beat Tennessee 19-17. San Francisco beat Cincinnati 41-17. Buffalo beat the Giants 28-14. Seattle beat Pittsburgh 28-26. New England beat Miami 43-0. What is going on in Miami?
0: Miami sucks. That's what's going on in Miami. Miami is garbage.
3: Goodness gracious. Houston beat Jacksonville 13-12. Dallas beat Washington 31-21. Kansas slow City down, beat Slow down, slow, 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 slow down, I said son. it. You heard me. Dallas Cowboys did what? They beat Washington 31-21. Drop
0: on the clues box for my Dallas Cowboys. Damn it. Listen, you need to fix your face and stop having an attitude whenever you announce that my Dallas Cowboys won because it's going to be a lot of that this season, all right?
3: <laughs> the Rams beat New Orleans 27-9, and the Falcons beat the uh, Eagles 24-20. And then Monday Night Football, the Browns take on the I didn't hear the Giants score. I said it, man. What was it? 28-14. I said it loud. Who and clear. won? I, not the Giants. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you going to play with them, drama? It's okay. Go ahead, G.
2: All right, and I still don't know what team I'm rooting for this season. <laughs> oh, God. Pick the, I got
3: to uh, pick, pick the, one. Pick the Dolphins. <laughs> I yeah, would. you like Miami. Yeah,
0: ride with Miami. I love
2: Miami. All right, now let's talk about Michael Jordan. They're saying he's reportedly selling significant shares of the Charlotte Hornets. So that's uh, according to reports, uh, reports from the Charlotte Observer. He agreed to sell a significant amount of equity of the team to two New York-based investors. He's been a majority owner since 2010 when he paid $180 million to take over the team from Bob Johnson. And so now he's going to share some of that. All right. Well, how
0: much the, the uh, Hornets are worth right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure how much it's worth, but... I guess he decided to cash out. All right, now let's talk about uh, Brett Kavanaugh and Donald Trump and what's happening there. So there are new claims about Kavanaugh that people are upset about. And two Times reporters wrote a book that corroborated a prior claim of sexual misconduct against Brett Kavanaugh. They also concluded that the FBI interviewed none of the potential witnesses and that through new scrutiny on White House officials and Republicans who actually made sure that he got confirmed last year. The book also has a former male classmate's new allegation that authors say was corroborated by two other sources. The authors say that the former classmate came forward to the FBI and senators concerning an incident that he witnessed and said the FBI did not investigate the claim at all. Now, according to Donald Trump, he feels like, again, this is a witch hunt. He said Brett Kavanaugh should start suing people for libel or the Justice Department should come to his rescue. The lies being told about him are unbelievable. Uh, he also says can't let Brett Kavanaugh give radical left Democrat opinions based on threats of impeaching him over made up stories. Sound familiar? False allegations and lies. This is the game they play fake and corrupt news is working overtime. So these are some new allegations that have been revealed in this book that two New York Times uh, writers have authored. All right. uh, 46,000 workers have gone on strike against GM. The United Auto Workers Union went on strike against GM last night. And that's because uh, they walked out of the GM factories, 31 GM factories and 21 other facilities across nine different states, mostly in the center of the country. It's the largest strike by any union against any business since the last strike in GM back in 2007. So, just letting you guys know, they say that GM is putting profits ahead of employees who helped to turn the company around when it went through bankruptcy and federal bailout a decade ago. They said, according to GM, they said they made a substantial offer that includes improved pay and profit sharing for union members, along with investment to bring new jobs and promise a solution for Two of the four plants that are currently going to close, one in Detroit and another in Lordstown, Ohio. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News.
3: Alright, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next, Lorenz Tate. Will the, be joining the ageless us? wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't even
0: like to say the ageless wonder because, honestly, when you take care of yourself, you're supposed to get better with age. I don't know why uh, human beings think we're supposed to depreciate the older we get, but Lorenz Tate still looks like
3: he's 22 years old. That's right. So yeah. we'll kick it with him when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a uh, special guest in the building. That's right. My Virgo brother. H- yes. Happy Lorenz belated, Day.
5: man. Thank H- you.
0: H- happy belated. You thank 44. You. Yeah. Oh, these are Virgos. How yeah. do you feel? It is a Congratulations, thank first you, of all. Thank you,
5: man. I, yeah. I made it. I made it to 44. Still look 18, 19. Oh, well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I thank you, man. I'm, I'm trying to drink my water and, you know, my green juice and yeah, all that good you go. stuff.
2: You have four sons,
5: oh. right? I do. I have four sons. My wife and I, we got four beautiful wow. young kings man. So you was not a hoe at all that, <laughs> back in the day <laughs> well i'm not, listen i'm not perfect i back back in my uh gladiator days back when i was uh, wilding out i had a good time I got dog dog three day. girls yeah yeah Oh, you got three girls three girls man yeah, so what are their ages if you don't mind
0: 11 it. 4 and 11 months oh wow be one this month
5: oh yeah you still yeah. you still getting it in at the crib yeah clearly i have a we have a 13 year old an 11 year old mm-hmm. a 5 year old and the baby is you still wow.
1: f**ing at the house
5: too. <laughs> yeah, that's got right. to. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, there's a lot of stress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the world, and so when you go home, man, you know what I'm saying? I gotta stay away from my wife because you know, she, you know, I look at her too long,
2: and that's it. Because I was supposed man. to be. Though. I mean,
5: I mean, the 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 loin's are tender. She's you know very fertile, mm-hmm. and I just try to stay away from her, man. You know, I sleep in a different room, and <sighs> when it's time for me to get a little 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 something something. She turns up pregnant right. all the time. It should be like that, though. You're a faithful black male. Black men don't cheat. Absolutely. So you should post right. Continue to preach the gospel, That's right. y'all. Y'all get that through y'all heads. Black men don't cheat. Let's move on from that conversation. When, when did you get to that space in your life, Lawrence? Uh, when, you, when you knew? Oh, man. I f- I, when I met my wife, I felt like this was uh, a, a good thing. You know, we dated for a while. Mm-hmm we dated for six years before we actually got wow. married so I, she needed to know she was really <laughs> or she really wanted to rock with me mm-hmm. and all, mm-hmm. all of my craziness so the great thing about us is the compatibility which is really really important you know family is is really important i place more value on that and the work than uh a lot of the things that would compromise that because there's always enticing things around you mm-hmm. um my wife is my best friend and she understands that and we rock and we make it we make it work and
0: you don't want to disrespect your best friend i yeah. think that's the most important thing yeah. like a lot of times we show more love to our homies and being loyal to our homies than we do the person we go to bed with every night she but think about it, we more loyal to our
5: barbers sometimes yeah. which is ridiculous which is, which is crazy and it's great shout out to all the barbers that uh, <laughs> that we're loyal to but <laughs> this ain't the person that you're going to build a legacy with I mean, when you're dealing with legacy especially when children come into play Uh, Legacy becomes really important. And I think that's where we are. My wife and I are at Legacy. It's like, it becomes more than just she and I. How do you keep the the characters that you play out of the house? How do you (laughs) turn that off when you go home? You know what? Sometimes, you you know, uh, it takes a a, a moment. If you really, you know, dive into characters Mm -hmm. and you wrap yourself into it. uh, I often say to the wife, I'm like, babe, I, I need a day to kind of just be to myself. We don't need to
2: come in here as Frankie Lyman. Right, I don't need to be in Frankie (laughs) Lyman throwing
5: dogs out the, you know, throwing pets out the window. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or an old dog coming in there turned up. And so she understands that. Mm -hmm. And the creativity is something that she's understood when I first met her, you know, Mm -hmm. because I have had done, you know, Why Do Fools Fall in Love Mm -hmm. before I met her. I have done Frankie Lyman and Love Jones and all that stuff. And being an, an artist in the industry, you are just so focused and it's very selfish, right? And so once you have a relationship with someone, you have to now, you know, give a little bit of that up or a lot of it sometimes. But I feel like it's important to never get away, completely away from your your love of your artistry because that was my first love. And then sometimes they're gonna see uh, uh, all of me, mm-hmm. you know? I talk to my children. And they're gonna they're gonna see all facets of me. They're gonna see the fun dad. They're gonna see the dad that's super cool. There's gonna be a dad who's super serious. Mm-hmm. I don't play no games. You know, it is what it is. When we say what was going down, it's law. But also, you know, I'm the kind of dad that that listens. I think that's important as a father to listen to your children as opposed to just dictating. Right? Can they watch
2: Power? Like. Your uh no, episode, because the last episode. Yeah, I caught daddy doing that to mommy before. What
1: you
5: doing? <laughs> I hope they have it. What about your thirteen year old? Like so, I know he
2: watches. So no, so
5: my thirteen year old, he probably watches stuff that mm-hmm. I don't know he's watching. We mm-hmm. got a parental controls on everything, but you can't control you can't. everything. Not at all. Um but they haven't really seen a lot of the things that I've done because it's been rated R or whatever. And I kinda want them to experience a life of normality if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Clearly they know their fathers in the industry and you know they know that people recognize me. I'm a recognizable face and what I do is a little different than what their friends parents may do for mm-hmm. a living. And you know that that part is normal for them. Um but you know getting caught up in all of that stuff I think it's a time and a place and I would love for them to see some of my movies. I would love for them to see Menace and, and Dead Presidents and Love Jones. I, I I think, especially my older two, it's about that time for them, but my five-year-old... Now mm-hmm. they got yeah, to. Yeah. They're yeah. black. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, if it's you're time. black, certain movies you got to watch. 100%. Menace of Society, Dead <laughs> yes. Presidents, Love Jones. Yes. Definitely three black movies you got to watch. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of those classic black films, you know, and uh, these are things that people really love and they've stood the test of time and so to be a part of that i think that's special did you did you know that when you was doing it though did you know that you was creating timeless classics no i just wanted to stay committed to the roles Mm -hmm. i just wanted to be you know those people as much as i possibly could and, and you know tap into whatever inner energy that i can bring to that and you know the cinema gods if you will just allowed the planets to (laughs) line up for those movies to be classics and people I feel have a lot to do with movies being classics as well Mm -hmm. you know just by the support you then make it something really really special but it starts with the art yeah no just 100% it definitely starts with the art and for me I always go into things with integrity if you will Mm -hmm. I'm like what how would I want to play this character? How would I want to approach him? And whether he's likable or not, find human dynamics that when you believe what you're doing, then the people watch it will believe it, whether they like the character or not. Like, right. Councilman Tate is not the most likable to some certain people, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you, if you can find that there's some uh, truth in him, whether he, you people think he's slick or right. up to something, he's a, a shady guy, well, then I'm going to commit to that. Right. As long as the commitment is there, and I'm that's cool. that's
2: politics right there. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Councilman Tate. He is what politics, what I view as, a lot of politicians are like that.
5: Either you're going to be a wolf or you're going to be a sheep. You know what I mean? You're, gonna, you're running with the wolves or you're part of the sheep. And I think that what Councilman Tate is, he's equally yoked as the character goes. So a lot of times people have... a. a he has
2: too. Yeah, he has his
5: past, but he, people the way he sort of presents himself and how he talks, usually Ghost is the smartest guy in the room. He's always got a plan. He's got everything figured out. Councilman Tate is equally that guy. He's mm-hmm. got things planned. He knows what the next move before it happens. And you can't shake that f- name Ghost though. I hate Ghost this season. <laughs> I'm so over Ghost. He's a sucker, man. Man, you know the the characters are all sort of developing and evolving in, in different ways. And they're, they're, they're the writing is is changing in a way that sometimes people are going to like characters that they didn't like before and they're going to hate ones that they love. All
3: right, we got more with Lorenz Tate. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The
5: Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lorenz Tate. So how's it working with your brothers? We just wrapped out a, a project with... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and his company. It's, uh, Bronze- oh, the Bronzeville Bronze- yeah, joint? Yeah, we got a season two. Uh, oh, oh, so
0: y'all turn the podcast
5: into the... Well, here's what we're doing. Okay. We are in the midst of turning the podcast into an actual uh, TV oh, series, oh, series of some sort. And that's what we're doing. But we before we get to that, we want to do a second season. So we had a lot of great actors that, and actresses that came in and helped us rock out.
0: I think that's so important because I feel like we need to see Black Wall Street. We need yes. to see Bronzeville. It's a, it was another town in North Carolina. So, I can't think of it right
5: yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we talk about, uh, uh, you know, like Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you got uh, Black Wall Street. And Bronzeville is a community on the south side of Chicago. And right after the war, you know, uh, you know the the greatest migration in American history is of black Americans moving from the South to the North. Mm -hmm. In any other community, any other group of people, we had like 7 million black folks migrate from the South to the North. Mm -hmm. And most of them went to places like Chicago and St. Louis and Baltimore, New York, Harlem, Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And what they wanted to do was they needed to find a place where they can have their own, especially Mm -hmm. after Jim Crow and after slavery and all that, you have to have your own. And, you know, the whole n- point of black folks coming to America was for servitude. Mm-hmm. We never were meant to have our rightful place in society. And so there was something that John Her- uh, John uh, Herrick Clark says that, uh, you know, if you start your history with with slavery, right, mm-hmm. and you then look at life as anything after slavery is progression. And that's not like, you can't be satisfied. Right. So everything that we look as far as black folks, when we say, well, you know, slavery is over. If you start your history there, then it says, you know, everything else is progression. Not really, mm. not really. If you think about, we're the only ones that came to, hopefully I ain't on no soapbox right nah, now. No, I like but, the but, soapbox. But, but listen, Preach. We, we're the only people <laughs> that have come to America mm unvoluntarily. We didn't come here with our language intact. We didn't come here with our uh, uh, um, our beliefs, our religious or spiritual beliefs intact. Those all things were, were stripped from us. Our names. Our names. And we, in all of our culture, everything, our resources, mm-hmm. we didn't come here with the things that other people... So when we hear folk talk about, hey, um, you know, slavery is over. Why y'all still complaining about that? Or... You know our people came here, and they worked their asses off, and that's true. People came immigrants came from all of from Europe and Asia and all over the world, and yes, they did you know lace up their 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 bootstraps and they they did what they had to do, but they came with all things intact. They right. came voluntarily right. they didn't come on so and and those who did come came with resources that were set up by people who were in servitude. Absolutely. That's just facts. Right. So we already have the disadvantage, and we don't have that legacy, mm-hmm. as we talk about legacy, mm-hmm. as other people, because our legacy was the slavery
1: mm-hmm.
5: that we had to, you know... Endure. Pa- endure and pass on. And so all of that stuff matters. And so when we talk about Bronzeville and places like you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all these other great places like Harlem, we then found our own thing. It's important. And now you look around how many black businesses that are are owned by us, operated by us, right? And how many hospitals that are owned by black folks and operated by us? How many banks? How many, how much infrastructure? Mm-hmm. Media is a big thing, right? Media, how many of us own media companies. And we make it go, but we don't own any of them. That's why I
0: think these stories are so important because right. it shows this generation that this can happen. Like, this yes. isn't a pipe dream that people are talking about. We
5: can have our own communities and our own infrastructures. It's been done before. Right. right. It has been done. And I think it's important to get back to that. We've mistakenly, as black folks, mistakenly placed a lot of value on individualism and individual achievement and a merit, right? right. And so, when we put our... Best foot forward with groupism and that's what these communities mm-hmm. did. They were like self-sufficient. We mm-hmm. did our own thing mm-hmm. and it was great. And people can come in and and you know consume from us. You know, uh we consume from everybody. How many groups really consume from us?
0: Right. If it ain't our culture that they take
5: in and we
3: give away for free, I say that we say that all the time in our community, you look at the different restaurants in our community. You'll you find a Chinese restaurant in our sure. community. You'll find an Italian pizza. Sure. There. You'll find a Greek restaurant. But if you go to any one of these places, will you ever find a restaurant owned by us?
5: Not not too many. And beyond not restaurants, old. we're talking about technology. Mm-hmm. We're Word. talking about, you know, uh, gas stations and and things like that. You know, things that we operated. We supermarkets. talk about supermarkets. We talk about you know uh, media. What about the theater? The, the theaters, right? Mm-hmm. And so the malls kind of got us out of the small mom and pop shops. That's what was really good for a lot of people. Boutique shops. You can go here. You just get shoes. This one's for suits. This one's for hats. This one is, is for ties. This was for, mm-hmm. you know, all this. And once the super malls came about, a lot of that stuff, you know, so we'll go 30 miles right. out because, again, the concept of wanting to feel a part mm-hmm. of the society, we just want to feel human. We want to be treated as such, this is the American dream. We want our rightful place, and we were willing to give up yep. all of that that we had and rooted just to be because we were we were devalued. We think white ice is colder. We think always think that's the other goal, the, the 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 great <laughs> saying is that you know once we began to in, in, integrate, we felt that you know as opposed to going to buy uh, ice from our own people. The white man's. Ice Another is problem we
2: have in our communities is stores like Target and Amazon. Mm-hmm. You can get things a lot cheaper, right? right? And instead of spending a little bit more money in a local drugstore, or right. you know a, another black-owned business like a hair salon shop or something like right. that. We might rather get it at Target or get it at Amazon because we can get it cheaper. Right. Because they're a bigger store that has a lot sure. more inventory and they're able to order it like that. But it is important to spend a couple dollars more to support that business that's in your community. Yeah,
5: and it's not always about getting an extra hookup, yo. Right. Just because they're brothers and sisters selling stuff, pay the value for what that is. Mm-hmm. We have devalued ourselves. You know what I mean? We've accepted that false narrative mm-hmm. of devaluation. People have always devalued us and we've accepted that and we've passed that down. Mm-hmm. So now we want to, you know, uh, hook up on everything. Right. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for us to be able to be in our rightful place, we have to place more value on ourselves. And, and what support we're doing. each other. Um, but again... I hope I ain't getting too nah, good. What do I you about doing to your campaign? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Councilman Tate. Councilman Tate, I'm yes. let
3: you <laughs> check Councilman Tate. All right, we got more with Lorenz Tate. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lorenz Tate. So how did you feel when 50 Cent switched up the intro with the Trey Songz joint?
5: Oh, man. You know, I was a little shocked because when I first heard it it was a little jarring because I saw a rough cut of it and I was like, is this attempt? Like what, what what is what is that? And you know, myself, I don't have a problem with the actual song. Right. Song's dope. The sh- the song is actually fly, but I just felt that it would be very difficult for people to accept something that they haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. I think it would be jarring just like it was to my ear. Like, what is this? And um, you know, I told Five, I was like, yo, man, it's going to take a minute for people to get used to it. He was like, yeah, we're just going to, you know, give, give <laughs> him something new because his intentions were right. Right, He w- wanted to give, you know, people something really good. It's the last season, season six. He wanted, he wanted to get the young folks in and try to change something. So his intentions were right. I just think it di- didn't land well.
2: What, are you going to be in the spinoff?
5: I don't know, man. Y'all can't be putting me out here like this. I don't know. Um, I know Mary J- I know Mary J. is in it. Yeah,
2: we
0: right. know that. I thought that.
5: she's in the second half of this season. No, she's in the spinoff. Yeah, off Oh. He was just in. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, but I, thought
0: he was, I didn't know what he was explaining. I thought yeah. he was saying that it's going to be some
5: episodes now. Yeah, so so we have uh, 10 episodes, and then we have an extra special five
2: Episode. Yeah. Episodes. And I
5: thought he said Mary was in that. No, okay, she's not. Okay. And that's not a spoiler, I don't think. It's not but she's in the spin off. Gotcha, and they're working yeah, on they're working on a spin They're working on a spin off. So you so don't
2: know if you're in it or not. I don't
5: know nothing because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, they give us scripts and then you read and hopefully you, you make ready. it to the end, you're you know what I'm saying, or not. So yeah, so we'll 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 see. I don't is know. Is
2: Councilman Tate in danger in this season, you think?
5: Um Councilman Tate, you will see peel back some layers. You masked, is that circumcised? Ma- <laughs> Knock it off, man! What you think about- pause, pause, bruh. <laughs> pause, <laughs> man!
1: Don't uh, ask for that. I mean, I mean, I mean the
5: the the, the, the face mask. The, you go take off the, the mask and see where he really stands. And it's it's some really great storytelling. You know, I I like this character because he's different from other other characters. You, we we talked about the the girls trip character. He's a nice guy, whereas <laughs> this dude is. she just really. You just never know where he's coming from, right? You, write, you can't quite put your finger on him, and I like that he's sort of close to the vest, and we're gonna find Does out. Does he like ghost him. or no? He like to use him when he can, and I think I think he I think he respects ghost's hustle and what he's been able to attain. but you have to understand, Councilman Tate is focused and he has an agenda, and right. nothing will stop that agenda. so it doesn't matter who. James St. Patrick is. He's going to get as much out of him as possible to achieve his goals and accomplish his goals. He's trying to become governor. He's going to do whatever he got to do. It's some crazy stuff this season. I promise y'all.
2: We already have seen.
5: Yes. Some crazy now, things. B- before we go, when our uh, homegirl Ted, when she walked up to
0: you, she quoted Love Jones. Yes, Love Jones. And I saw you post about Love Jones too. Mm-hmm. You think that's
5: something y'all would ultimately do? You said you, it would depend on the script. It would uh, also, de- yeah, yeah. I think. The direction, the script, everything, because you don't want to mess it up. So yeah. me, Long and I have been talking. We're just trying to figure it out. And if we don't wind up doing a season, excuse me, <laughs> a um, uh, sequel to Lo- Love Jones, we certainly want to find something in that space. But there's a lot of great things that's going on, man. I'm truly blessed to be rocking with uh, my fam. My bros, can I give a shout out to my brother? Why you got the the Let me bring my brother Lamar over here? Put the camera on him. Come Come on, Lamar. Just come over here real quick, man. Damn, bro, you standing over there, man. I mean like y'all know my brother Lamar. Yes indeed. Lamar say what up. What up, people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say what up to them, not to... Okay. Man,
2: come on. I yeah, yeah, said hello to
5: Angela. I said what up to DJ, and I said what up to Sean. Okay, yeah. Come my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar, it got the smoothest voice. A, every time we... He, yeah, <laughs> what up, what you what know up, what I'm what saying? Up. What up, y'all? He's like this all the time. I'm on the phone. I call him like, bro, can you get the bedroom voice off this oh, just thing? Do it damn, man. I, you it know what it is?
4: That's that brother love, man. Don't let that fool you. I love my yeah, big
5: bro, yeah. but I love my brother. I love you guys, DJ Envy. Yeah. Yeah. Angela Yee, my man Charlamagne, God, I appreciate y'all for always showing love to me and uh, bring me back, man. Y'all, hey, be having a, y'all, be, y'all be having a lot of people on this show, and it's only my second time, man. You're back anytime you want. You know what what I'm saying, you, you all right, go. I'll be back here tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See Don't you leave tomorrow. What is <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, Lorenz
3: Tate? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: Love Listen. Up.
0: All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club.
2: Well, Russell Simmons, he tried to go to a yoga studio. He actually did go. He was invited by management to go to Moto Yoga in New York City. And then management actually sent him an email and asked him not to come back. And that's because they said other people that were in the studio felt uncomfortable because of these allegations against him. He has 12 accusations of rape and sexual misconduct. And he's back in Bali now. So uh, now he can't go back to this yoga studio. He also said that he's looking to uh, purchase Fat Farm. That's a clothing brand that he launched in 1992. And he sold it back in 2004 along with Baby Fat for $140 million. Now he's not involved in Baby Fat, which is Kimora Lee Simmons relaunching it. But he does want to be involved again. And, you know, he's just, I guess, he came back to New York for a few weeks. He said the reception was heartwarming. People wanted to throw dinners for me at their houses in the Hamptons. I went to a Southampton event, and it was all the bankers. You could have blown up all the money in the world at one time, and not one person said anything negative to me. Mm. So that's Russell Simmons' update. Also, I want to congratulate Devin Haney, young boxer. Devin Haney, Devin the Dream Haney. He actually fought on Friday and won. He's undefeated. Shout to him. Yes, that was his biggest test to date. And it was in the fifth round. His opponent, who is from Russia, Zayur Abduliev, could not get, even get up in the fifth round. So that's when Devin Haney was declared the winner. He actually fractured his cheekbone. Dropping
0: the clues bonds with Devin Haney. Devin Haney, he's nice with the hands. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, you know, he wants to fight Lomachenko at some point. <sighs> Uh, He's ready to
0: do it. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm not opposed to anybody 20. fighting whoever they want to fight, but Lomachenko is a beast, bro. Now, right. some people say Lomachenko is the best pound-for-pound fight in the world, so I guess if you want to, you know, be the best, you got to beat the best. There you go.
2: All right. Now, Kim Kardashian says that CBD saved her life. She was talking to People Magazine, and she said, how do I do it all? It is exhausting. I just say CBD. She said that she actually got into CBD a few months ago. She said, even at, to sleep at night, I like the gummies. I'll just mm-hmm. use a little bit and fall asleep. I don't mm-hmm. think I would take a Xanax or an Ambien again.
0: Dropping am going Kim Kardashian. I am with you. I love CBD. I take it every day. Uh, my favorite type of CBD is from a company called Green Roads. I take the gummies to go to sleep, to relax beds. I do the syrup. I do the little drops under my tongue. I rub it on my joints after I work out. I love CBD. I'm all in.
2: All right. Kim Kardashian was also on The View, and she was asked about all the backlash that she's gotten working with Donald Trump on prison reform. Megan McCain asked her, and here's how she responded.
3: Any of my oh, issues have always been more about the people and not about the politics. And so for me to think that I couldn't go and speak to the man that has the power to change people's lives because of some opinions I may have of certain policies and issues Mm. to me
4: felt very self-centered that I was more worried about my reputation than Mm. saving someone's life.
0: I agree with her. She's absolutely correct. And those people getting out of prison don't give a damn what president pardoned them. They just happy to be out and they just happy to be free. So she's 100% correct.
2: All right. Now, T.I. and Killer Mike were on a a panel with Candace Owens at the Revolt TV Summit. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of things that they discussed. It was very passionate. People were not feeling Candace Owens naturally. Uh, Amazing that she would go into a venue like that knowing that people weren't going to be feeling her. But Jeff Johnson was moderating. And here is what uh, T.I. had to say basically about Make America Great Again.
4: Which your
3: period was America great that we're trying to replicate? Well, Which era was it?
4: Slavery was all over the world, the all question. over the world. Man, America was, uh, no, I'm not saying it's okay, so why are you saying oh? Amen. I want to if be if
5: able to
4: hear I want to be able to answer them. the question, and you're just gonna boo when I say a slavery was all over the world, which is a fact. Why are you booing a fact? Because, because you're boy. making light of. No, I'm not. You're making you I haven't even over. finished the sentence. How am I making you light of anything? You started with some boos. I'm
0: I'm not going to say people weren't feeling Candace either. She got applause for things that she said quite a few times. And Killer Mike agreed with her a couple of times. And T.I. even said she was brilliant. But you got to watch the full one hour and 18 minute Mm -hmm. conversation because it was a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Right now, in addition to that, Killer Mike and uh, uh, Candace Owens had a discussion about basically uh, and Killer Mike was talking about just having a different party what party do you represent here's what he said
3: i'm tired of arguing who
1: got the best master you are already free now act like it do your research yeah. and decide what's best for you
0: i don't care who agrees with cap or jay-z i care that black people as a whole showed up to work that day what if nobody would have showed up to work until
3: we ready to do that we're not serious about being free you just here to see a show and argue over who got the best master. If blacks are 15% of this nation, we should be 15% of Wall Street. We should be 15% of music execs, 15% of Hollywood execs, 15% of governors, 15% of mayors. And until you hit that 15%, you're failing, 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 f- failing, no matter who your master is. So pick a better master. I say kill your masters and get your own s-
0: Dropping the clues, bones with Killer Mike. I love that, brother. Shout out to Killer Mike. And you know why that panel was so dope? Because black people are not monolithic, but if your goal is the liberation of black people, the betterment of black people, that's all that should matter. You don't have to personally like someone. You don't have to believe what they believe. You don't have to agree to who they choose to support. But like Killer Mike said, take the good parts of what a person is saying, take the parts you agree with, and let's collectively come together to create an agenda that benefits us all.
2: All right. Well, shout out to everybody that went to the Revolt TV Summit and supported over the weekend also. It will be in L.A. next month also.
0: Revolt should go in that direction, too, because it's such a lane for hip-hop and politics and it's you know, it's a way to get that kind of messaging out there in a digestible way. Like, you need voices like yeah. Killer Mike, Ebony K. Williams, Angela Rye, Tamika Mallory. Panels like that with diverse black voices like Candace Owens. Revolt for the next year. Since we are in a presidential election year, they should go in that route.
2: Well, yeah, they did a lot of that over the weekend. They'll be doing that at the next uh, Revolt Summit, but they're doing everything. They have... But well, people gotta support took, Revolt, yeah. though. We gotta, we gotta make gotta go sure to that
3: it. we we, 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 we <laughs> watch Revolt. We gotta support Revolt. We gotta go to the, the seminars. We gotta, we gotta support.
2: And also support the People's Choice Mix today because we are giving you the chance to win one of 10 trips to New York for Powerhouse NYC. That's complete with round trip airfare for two people, two nights, hotel accommodations, suite tickets, and you get to meet the Breakfast Club possibly. It's going down on October 26th, the Prudential Center that features Migos, Meek Mill, Lil Baby, A Buggy, the da Baby, David O, Meg, Meg the Stallion, Sweetie, Polo, G, Lil TJ, and more. So if you want to enter for a chance to win, text today's keyword to 37911, and that's how you'll enter for a chance to meet us. Also, right. thanks to our friends at LuLaRoe, a pioneer in social retail and one of the fastest growing apparel, apparel brands in the U.S. If you want to shop LuLaRoe, visit LuLaRoe, dot com.
0: right. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, uh, we need Tim Tebow to come to the front of the congregation. we like to have a word with him. Okay. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. This The
3: Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: Charlamagne
0: the devil? (laughs) Possibly. The Breakfast Club. Yes. Donkey today for Monday, September 16th goes the former Florida Gators quarterback, Tim Tebow. Now, last week, a bill was approved by the California State Senate that would allow college athletes to be paid for their use of name, likeness, and image. If signed into law by the state's governor, the Fair Pay to Play Act uh, wouldn't go into effect until 2023, but this is a law that needed to pass, not just in California State, but every damn where. Yes, these college kids should get paid for their names, likenesses, and images, okay? The NCAA is pulling off the greatest heist in the history of heist by not paying these kids, all right? Schools are making billions of dollars from these kids sweat equity, and these kids don't get a damn thing from it. All right, we have to start looking at the NCAA as semi pro and semi pro ball players get paid, so should NCAA athletes, and they should get paid top dollar simply because the industry of the NCAA is big business. Top dollars are being made because of those kids, so let those kids receive top dollar. It's simple. Not to mention it would be performance-based anyway, because if you're a top player, your jersey is going to sell through the roof, and you should get a piece of that and a piece of whatever other merchandise your likeness is on. I have absolutely no problem with that. And by the way, NCAA, I personally think it'll make more kids want to go to college and possibly stay in college longer. These kids just want to get to the money and change their families' lives. Period. If they can start that process in college, a lot of them will stay longer, especially the ones who aren't expected to be top 10 picks or go in the first round. If they have the option to make, you know, millions or even hundreds of thousands while they're in school, it might give a lot of these kids the incentive to not go overseas or, To possibly not leave college after one year? Who knows? I think it's a great idea and long overdue. But there is somebody who doesn't agree, and that person is Tim Tebow. He was on ESPN's first take last week, and this is what he had to say in regards to this bill to to pay college kids for their likenesses in California State. Let's hear it.
1: When I was at the University of Florida, I think my jersey was one of the top-selling jerseys around the world, and I didn't make a dollar from it, but nor did I want to, because I knew going into college what it was all about. I knew going to Florida, my dream school, where I wanted to go, the passion for it, and if I could support my team, support my college, support my university, that's what it's all about, but now we're changing it from we, from my university, from being an alumni where I care, which makes college football and college sports special, to then, okay, it's not about us, it's not about we, it's just about me we turn it into the NFL where who has the most money that's where you go that's why people are more passionate about college sports than they are about NFL because it's about your team it's about your university it's about where my family wanted to go it's about where my grandfather had a dream of seeing Florida win an SEC championship okay. and you're taking that away so that young kids can earn a dollar fair there's an opportunity in nah. the NFL that's but fair. not in college football Tim, Tim
0: Tebow I see you uh, I acknowledge your opinion. You have the right to be heard. I also have the right to tell you to shut the F up forever and fart on your opinion. All right. Okay? You, you want the kids to do it for the love of the game. You know, why don't these schools do it for the love of the game? If it's all about the love of the game and you want them to play for free, then schools shouldn't charge admission for games. Don't sell merch. Don't have concession stands. No licensing deals with video game companies. No licensing deal with sneaker companies. How ridiculous is it for the NFL to be, not the NFL, the NCAA, to be making billions of dollars off the backs of these kids, but then turn around and tell those same kids, do it for the love. All right, Tim Tebow, you didn't want to make money off your jersey sales. Fine. That's your dumbass. Okay, but some people do. And imagine if somebody like Zion Williamson would have played at Duke this year, made Duke millions and millions of dollars, and then got hurt and didn't get a chance to go to the NBA and make millions for his damn self, okay? What, what if that would have happened? What if he hadn't made a dollar a, a, at Duke, but he got hurt, and he's sitting at home back in South Carolina, broke and frustrated when he could have made millions just off a percentage of his jersey sales at one year at Duke? Hey, right? Tim Tebow, you may not understand a lot of players uh, come from poor and disenfranchised communities. They don't come from the best of circumstances, and they love the sports they are playing, but they also want to change the financial trajectory of their families' lives. They don't have the luxuries of life that someone like you has, Tim Tebow. Have you ever, you know, heard the stories of these star athletes not even having money to eat at the school? Huh? Tim Tebow, go watch the 30 for 30 on the Fab Five and look at what injustice in sports looks like, all right? Those guys' likenesses and image made Michigan millions. Meanwhile, they didn't even have money for pizza. And taking money from someone to get pizza is illegal. See, that's the difference between guys like them and guys like you. Tim Tebow, you are white and privileged. Those brothers are black and not privileged. You, Tim Tebow, would have been height in life whether you went pro or not. These brothers from the hood, not so much. So listen, I need you to stop praying to the West. All right, and pray in the white Jesus and turn to the East and pray to black Jesus and ask him about this because you sound lost and out of damn touch. You're a Christian, right? You know Proverbs 22 7, where it says the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. Well, it's time for the NCAA's rule over poor and disenfranchised kids to end. It's time for the NCAA to be the servant to its greatest asset, which is its players. Players are the lenders because they lend their talent to these colleges. These colleges need to realize they are borrowing these kids' talents for however long they choose to be in school and they are making billions because of it, all right? But that must change. The power dynamic must change, and these kids need to be looked at as partners and not disposable assets. What you are doing, Tim Tebow, is not Christ-like, all right? Because being a Christian means that you are selfless. You, my friend, are being selfish because you are drawing on your own individual experiences to disregard the needs of others, okay? Foolish, selfish people are always thinking of themselves, and the result is always negative. Wise people think of others helping them as much as they can. You know who said that? The Dolly Lama. Tim, you need to be like Dolly. All right. Please let Remy Ma give Tim Tebow the biggest hee-haw.
4: Hee-haw! Hee-haw! You stupid
5: motherfucker! Are you dumb?
4: All right. Speaking
0: so passionately about me not making money.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you rich as hell. Speaking about speaking so passionately about me not being able to make a dollar. Can I get some coins? Right, all right. While
2: they're all making money off Jesus can, you. Jesus
0: Christ! You 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 a Christian, right? You believe in giving the church 10%. Can the players get 10%? Yeah. Can NCAA tithe and get some offerings to the players? All right. Well, Hell thank you for that, that donkey today.
3: Now, when we come back, Fantasia will be joining yes. us. All right? We'll kick it with Fantasia. I'm so mad first I missed time this up one here, here, one, Yeah, you was out. I
2: love Fantasia.
3: You left early, but Fantasia is here when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club
3: everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah. Fantasia! Yo, I've never been up in here you
2: before. You've never been here before? No. I've always wanted Fantasia to come up here. But well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me, y'all. Album coming out or is it out yet? It's I- coming I'm out
3: on. October 11th. Excited about it?
4: Stupid excited because it's independent. Mm hmm. And ain't nobody telling me what I can and cannot do. That's a
3: huge investment, though. You got to pay for publicists. You got to pay for managers and all that stuff. It's
4: a lot but it's worth it, because at the end of the day, I know what's coming home to me and what's not. When you got so many people involved, you know, the gift is just being prostituted. You work so hard, you get home, and everybody's taking what you work hard for.
2: So, Fantasia, your new single is PTSD. Emmy, you know what that stands for? What? Do you know what it stands for? No,
4: tell me. What does it stand for?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Post-traumatic sex disorder.
3: I think it was something outside of what I thought it was oh. so, so post-traumatic what?
2: sex, sex disorder it's what? like what's your wife experiences after you guys have sex Oh, oh
3: that was a low blow <laughs> So that was a low blow so, so what's wrong with your sex life?
4: <laughs> and nothing wrong with my sex life oh, okay <laughs> I just sit around other women and there's something wrong with theirs I just <laughs> listen
3: what are other women saying? I mean, right. you didn't have no conversation with my wife, so good over
4: here. I didn't say what she, she said.
1: Saying. I'm just saying. There's no
3: problem with my sex life uh, when you're at my house. So what did you and you talk about? What's wrong with the I sex life? I just listen
4: to them talk. Sometimes they be talking all that big talk and they just can't deliver. Mm-hmm. Or I'm about to put something it down. they they can't finish. So, you know.
3: A lot of times women is a little dry, I'm sure.
2: Oh, what? God. <laughs> if oh, a woman's God. dry, it's your fault. Because yes. there's a lot of things mm-hmm. a man could do to make sure that you're not dry, right? <sighs>
3: <laughs> Y'all started this conversation. I yeah, was going yeah, to the album. Right, Y'all want right. to talk about that.
4: Hey, that's PTSD. this is the song on the album.
3: So what so did you ever stay with a guy and say, you know what, I'm gonna try to help him? So a lot of times guys just don't Coach, know because they just are not as experienced. Coach Tasia. Because they don't know.
4: I don't think it I think that they're not in love. When you're not in love, of course it ain't gonna be good. Mm. You have to be invested in that person. It has to be, you know what I mean? Because it's more than just laying down having sex. Right. We have to connect in a certain kind of way. So that's why it ain't
2: good. You ain't in love.
4: Right. You are
2: you just trying to get yours. Emo- yeah, sex, I think, especially for women. I, I don't know if men are as emotionally connected to sex as we are. No. But for us, it's way better when we're like, Oh my God, I love him. I love him. i Yeah, it has to be both. It's the I'm same, it's
3: hands. the same. It's it's good when, when you have sex with somebody that you love. Oh my god, I love her. Why can't guys do that? Guys can't be emotional, guys can't be connected, huh? And Every- you
2: don't really count in this conversation. You've been married for too long. You're right. How long you been married? 18 years whoa In that's what's 25 up. okay what's the key
3: uh one the woman's always right My, that's the number man. one thing
2: he ain't doing that with us today though
3: number two is uh <laughs> number two is, is communication yeah and number three a lot of forgiving on the woman's part
2: <laughs> you gotta forgive your man <laughs> you <can> forgive <laughs> right and number four the woman
3: is always right that's, that's pretty much what it is the woman is always right okay and All that's right. it
4: what about what about prayer everyday okay together
3: every morning I wake my wife up and pray with her before that's I that's
4: what's up every no, prayer
2: terrible that. let me, it, me hear your prayer I respect no, that I no mean, I mean, god is good, not a no particular
3: great. prayer it's, <laughs> it's heavenly father thank you for what we have Our, you know we we what we're grateful for we're, yeah. what we're thankful for and then what we ask you know thank you know Health. I don't and know. If you yeah. want Hoodie another Craig. child, have five kids. Yeah. We want another child, so be like, God help us with having this other child. If it's meant to be, we would love to have another child. Okay. I'm looking for a new home. Heavenly Father help us with this home. Help us with me when I'm traveling. Make sure, Make sure I get to work back and safely. Make sure my kids are good every day. Flowing. That's what I do every day. Every morning.
2: I salute. At four that. at 4.30 30 in the morning, I wake my wife up and we pray. Real talk. You, you should I get up a little that. earlier than that so you can get to work on time. See how she,
4: <laughs> she keep trying to come. She's coming <laughs> for you. But no, real talk, real talk. I salute that. Yeah, every morning. Because we need more of that. You know what I mean? We need more men to stand up and, and lead the way. Mm-hmm. Most women are trying to be the leader. That's mm-hmm. why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. <laughs> Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead, lead the way. So I salute you for that.
3: What does that mean? You can't be a leader? Because a lot of women at looking like, like no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that mean? That's
4: not how it's supposed to be and that's why we bump heads and I feel like it's a generational thing in how society have placed our men mm-hmm. and women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider and so then now you are so bad you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man i was gonna say can we be equal oh of course mm-hmm. well yeah. at the end of the day i'm the neck my man's the head so he can't make any moves without his wife you know what i mean it mm-hmm. all works together but you can't be the head of the house you got to let the man be the head of the house sometimes we have no choice though but well, that's what I was saying it's right. a generational thing, and that's what society has. They do that on purpose.
3: Mm. So you think women have to to fall back a little for their man? Is that what you think?
4: You have to learn how to submit. You can still be a queen. Queen plays a part. The the king needs his queen. Mm-hmm. It's certain things that he can't see that
2: we see. Some people will say the queen is the most valuable uh, piece on the board. It Come is. on, anybody
4: play chess? It is, yeah, yeah you play, okay. My husband's teaching me like how to play moves. chess.
2: Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's we work
4: together, but mm-hmm. the queen has to all has to sit back and allow her king to be the king
3: but you know in a relationship a lot of times, especially you know with so many independent women out there and and doing their own thing and now with an independent woman who's a let's say a boss who has their own job pays their own bills their own crib their own car now they meet a guy and it's 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 hard to a a woman to as you would say submit to a man because they're already in that position they're already their own boss yeah you know so what happens in that situation
4: listen i had to go through it When I met my husband, like, I was taking care of everything. I took care of my whole family. Like, I, it was me. So now I'm meeting the man that's coming in, and he's, like, intelligent, very smart, self-educated. My husband's a felon. Mm-hmm. But he turned it all around, and he owned his own business, mm-hmm. right? And so I wasn't used to that. I was a pop-off, quick with the mouth, smart. But it took a man like him to sit me down, look me in my eyes, and talk to me like I was supposed to be talked to and say, I'm here now. You don't have to do all of that. Pass it over to me and let me take care of it. And you know Fantasia got married. She knew him for three weeks, right?
3: Three weeks? Three weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. So what, what in that three weeks said I'm going to marry him for the rest of my life?
4: I had a little small list that I told God. And I was like, I knew I wanted a man that was going to love me, love my children, love God. You know, be a smart man, cover me, see me. All the things that were on my list, he was. He was that. We what? never, we didn't make love till we married. That was one thing I wanted. I wanted somebody to see me for me, not Fantasia.
3: So where did you meet him?
4: Where did I meet him? Charlotte, mm-hmm. downtown. <laughs> we was hanging out at a little spot, the Hyatt. I think you say you've been before, mm-hmm. rooftop spot. Rooftop. And we talked all night long. Never did he ever, like, try to come on to me. It was just great conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I knew he was my dude. He was my boyfriend that night. Did he come up to you <laughs> and just start a conversation? No. He didn't. His friend came up tried to flirt. His friend was trying to holler hard. And I was like, please, somebody get him away from <laughs> Go me. Go away. Yeah, they were sloppy drunk. <laughs> he, he was. And I, and I told my girls, I was like, yo, let's roll. And he comes down like, yo, I just want to say, um, I don't want what they're doing or how they're acting to reflect on the whole crew. Y'all are more than welcome to stay, da-da-da-da-da, buy your drink or whatever if if you want to. But I just want to let y'all know, like, everybody that's with them ain't like that. And that's when I was like, dang, he fine. <laughs> I'll stay, let's
2: stay, let's stay. And we talked all night. Oh, no. That's a good game to play for guys out there. So right? your your junk friend over first. I just, <laughs> yeah, you I come over and be like, yes, I'm going to I apologize for so you,
4: not all like that.
3: He Where's he from? I uh, Got
4: him. Estonia, <laughs> North Carolina. I'm oh, from North Carolina.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good G if that was G. <laughs> now, how did he ask, now, how did y'all decide to get married? How did he ask you to marry you? You really want to know? I do.
4: We were sitting talking, and he was like, yo, I never thought I would marry a woman like you. And I was like, I'll marry you.
3: He was like, What's well,
4: good. I was like, What's, what you want to do? He's like, let's do it. And we went and got married at the courthouse without nobody. None of y'all knew. The world didn't know. Mm. It felt so good. And we went to the courthouse.
3: No white dress, wet Oh, I got me a dress, Okay, man. all
4: right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dress. Then so after you- that, we got we had a wedding on our anniversary. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want. I felt like the world was always all in my I just wanted to do it my way. So he was like, "What's well, good? Let's go! Let's go!" And we got in the car and we went.
2: Damn! Wow! So
4: no prenup or nothing. You just well, he yeah, uh, he a wanted post-nup. the prenup. Okay. And I think that was a dope move because he wanted people to know, like, I don't I'm want you for pay it. your money. Mm-hmm.
2: If he didn't want it, you would have did it without it. Um, I probably would have, but I'm glad he. <laughs> you know what Asia, mean? I mean? Come on, girl. You,
4: listen, I know, I know, you gotta handle I know. Our business. I know. But- <laughs> You know, the fact that he brought it up, I was right. like, you know, you don't. He was like, nah, because I want the people to know. I don't want you for that. I want I, I want you.
3: All right, we got more with Fantasia when we come back. Let's get into her single, PTSD. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> that was <laughs> PTSD from Fantasia. She's here. Now, you had a real tough past. How did you get through all those trials and tribulations?
4: God, I was always grounded. Church was where I started. And um, I never got into the game for... The perks, the limelight, the number one, the this. I just knew that singing was my ministry. And I just had to keep God close because it was bad for me. It was stupid bad. Every news station, every magazine, like, I was being roasted. Like, we don't even have paparazzi in North Carolina. And somebody created it, and they were sitting outside my house. I'm like, hold up. We don't have paparazzi. They
2: created paparazzi just for you. We
4: don't have it. (laughs) That's crazy. It's crazy. The news station was sleeping outside of my house. Yeah, you know I mean? Mm. I had people follow me when I took my daughter to school. So I'm very, excuse my language, but I am very f-ing proud of myself yeah. for bouncing back.
3: I mean, that was one point where you, you felt like you didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I man,
4: it was too much. What, too what, heavy.
3: What got you that, that low? And, and what got you out of that?
4: I lost everything. There was no money in the bank. Y'all got to think about it. When I won Idol, we was doing tour after tour. My first tour was with Kanye. Like, I was forever working. How did I end up with no money? Mm. And happen? I took care of my whole family, cause everybody that was behind me wasn't good, and they knew I was gu- I was young, gullible, so they just prostituted the gift. They made their money. I got back home. I ain't have none.
3: Now, when you were at your lowest, and, and you said you didn't want to be here, what got you out? Was it a friend at the time? Was it yo?
4: It was a lady from New York. What happened? Okay, so I wake up. I I, I look up. I'm in a hospital. I don't think it was that I was trying to kill myself. I just wanted to get away. I wanted sleep. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. Like, all I was doing was crying because I'm like, yo, what am I going to do for my kid? What am I going to do for my daughter? I take care of my mother. How am I going to do this? So, yeah, I took the pills. I just wanted some rest. Only to wake up and I'm like, oh, (laughs) s***. No! Everybody, all these doctors, I got all these, you know, needles. I'm like, they pump in my stomach. And when you do that, you have to stay in the hospital Mm -hmm. for, like, at least a week or two with somebody watching you. So it was a lady from up north from New York, Mm -hmm. older lady. I remember she came in one day with a magazine and she picked it up and was like, Who is this? And I said, That's me. She said, That's right. This is you, baby. This is the Fantasia that we like. She just started dropping nuggets. Mm -hmm. She wasn't being nice, but she was dropping nuggets. Mm -hmm. She was like, When you get out of here, don't you ever come back because this is the girl that we fell in love with. This is, you have purpose. You have, like, she was, and I'm just sitting there crying and I was like, Yes, ma'am. And she was the one. And I thank God for her. I've had three people in my life. The guy who took me in for idol, Mm -hmm. her, and there was this old lady in the nail shop. It's a whole nother story. But we could talk for days about, but three angels. I call them angels. Mm -hmm. She came in that room and gave it to me raw. Cause you know, people from up North is different from Southerners. Mm -hmm. We be all nice and polite. She was like, nah. Who is this?
3: <laughs> not B. Not today.
4: Yeah. <laughs> not mm-hmm. Straight up, that's how she came at me, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate her for that. She <laughs> now you so- got to
3: tell us about the lady in the nail salon, and I I want to know about the lady in the nail salon. So nosy. Uh, yeah, the- I, I, the- I love these stories. This is it's inspiration.
4: That's when everything had kind of like started to trickle down when like things started going bad, mm-hmm. and I realized that I was on the road for so long that I had stopped praying. Like we we were after partying and we were gigging and we were we were getting it right. right. But what got me there was prayer. Right. And I I wasn't praying. We were partying. I woke up one day and was like, yo, wait a minute, God. I'm just running through money. I'm just partying. I'm just this. I'm just that. I haven't given you any time. I started feeling so bad. Called my mother because my mother's a minister.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Called my mother. I'm like, ma, I'm out here. I don't feel. I feel like I'm having anxiety. We just partying. I ain't been praying. Da, 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 da. So I went home for a while. And I was steady just saying, like, God, please don't close your ear to me. Like. So I go to the nail shop and I'm steady just talking to God in my head and this lady comes in with this long white hair with these long nails, real nails and all this gold rich jewelry and I never seen her in the nail shop. You know, when you go to the nail shop you for a while, you know, ev- yeah. Birth. I never seen her. She was like older too. I'm thinking, okay, I'm steady sitting and I'm talking to God and I'm not talking out loud. So we sit in the thing and we put our hands in the dryer and so she sits beside me and she looks over and says, I speak a word in your life now Now remind you because I'm from church everybody wants to speak a word in my life <laughs> right,
1: right. they do
4: and I know when it's a word or when it's gossip I be like that's not a word you got that <laughs> from the streets so I said yes ma'am and she started telling me everything I was about to go through she got up and then she said oh and by the way he told me to tell you he still hears your prayers he ain't close his ears I was like yeah. <laughs> that's how I know there's a God he wants you in the mic God. oh I'm sorry <laughs> I got excited because I would be like yo how did I don't know her she doesn't know me right. but God sent somebody to show like yo I'm gonna show you I got you that's if you crazy. just trust me
3: now is this album more gospel more R&B a little bit of
4: both a little bit of mm-hmm. rock well you know I ended with gospel mm-hmm. this one is rock soul Okay, so it's a bit it's hip hop it's, it's very Heavenly Queen inspired. I'm a big Queen fan. I oh, want so to you see love the, the movie. Bohemian
2: Rhapsody what? movie. What? I want to that see that movie, movie five
4: times. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
2: tell Envy to watch that on the mm-hmm. plane. Mm-hmm. That movie was. Have so you good. watched it yet? On the
4: plane. Yep. You like it? I liked it. I mean, like a lot of people didn't know. Like musically, we've lost. We've gotten so far from the music. And I will say that this is a musical album, but it's a bop. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm so excited, man! I can't wait to hear this album, October 11th. Yeah. And you single- already
2: put out enough and PTSD. Yes. I heard. I hear enough on the radio in the car when I was driving here this morning. I was like, "Oh!" And I just happened to turn the radio on, and then the, right before I was pulling up, enough Fantasia on the radio. And That's the only record. That's the only record that's giving you that vibe. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to do that for my fans,
4: but it gives you that like whole Anita Baker, Prince, Babyface. You know, I try to be clever with it, but I love music. Like a lot of people don't know that Casey and JoJo, are my first cousins,
2: mm-hmm. they're doing a the movie, right? Um, not everybody
3: oh <laughs> okay it's hard to get them together it's hard to get them
4: together well I'm gonna tell y'all this KC just went through he had several strokes he almost lost his life not too long ago mm. so he is now a clean man and it's totally weird cause he don't act the same he don't talk the same and that vocal is stupid like everything about him I told him when he was in the hospital I told his wife cause when he was in the hospital he didn't know who I was I told his wife I was like when he come up from this he's gonna be a different man god sometimes we don't listen i said the same thing about my little brother mm-hmm. when we don't listen god will will pull something and be like i tried to get your attention the first time you didn't listen
3: gotta sit your ass there what
4: and that's what happened with k like he was gonna take his own life mm-hmm. so god had to snatch him back and he's a different man now so some things that he couldn't see back then right. because he was always so lit he can see it now
3: that's what it is well fantasia let's leave this with a, with a prayer
4: are you gonna serious? Like, Envy, you going to wow. do a prayer? No, Fantasia. No, you're going to pray. No, you're the no. king. I did the I did the prayer earlier today. No, you didn't do the prayer. I you did. talked that, about some of the things you... you. Now I'm putting minister. you on
3: you the spot. You do gospel music. <laughs> you got to pray. Go you are
2: the man, and I'm making you pray. No. I don't know if Envy's the king in this room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Julie, he might be the king <laughs> in this room. But come on, Fantasia. Leave us with a prayer. I ain't playing with y'all. Come on. Mm-mm. We just had this big, great interview... So emotional.
4: All right, here we go. So Body younger.
3: head. I got him. Yeah, right. say so rude. Don't play. Head. All right, go.
4: Heavenly Father, we ask that you cover the world because 'cause it's gone mad. Amen.
2: <laughs> Amen. That's all we got, huh? <laughs> That's it. And Fantasia, don't forget I gave you some homework. I hate to say that oh, after the prayer. Oh, no, don't tell him. What I'm not, but this? I'm don't just saying. I'm just bringing this? it up. What's the homework? You guys will have to listen to lip yeah. service to hear what it was. Oh, my but goodness. But I did give her some homework. <laughs> 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 don't tell him. Oh, Girl, my you want to get an A+. Plus. We don't want you to fail. What <laughs> homework is this? You tell just em. give us a little hint. Yeah, tell him. It has to do with a mic.
3: You don't know how to give inflation. She got to sing
2: oh, into the mic. Oh,
4: my God.
3: What? That's...
4: She asked me, does my husband ask me to sing ever?
3: Mm-hmm. And I In was like,
4: I'm like, no, that's corny. So she said, listen, when you go home, get the mic and sing to him. <laughs>
2: singing
3: to the mic. I'm not mad at that. I'm See, done. it's dope. not corny. I mean, they're not talking about mic Mike, Mike, but you would grab the mic and mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. Goodbye, y'all. I need yo. you. <laughs> I want you. See, now, Abby, <laughs> fit- I that. And now I'm picture
2: you singing into the mic. Oh, my god, That's all right.
3: It's Fantasia. It's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Good
2: morning. Uh-uh. I can't stand y'all.
3: <laughs> the Breakfast
0: Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Is, on The Breakfast Club. So, listen up. No, 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 no.
2: so Life Jennings has a new song out. It's called Slave. And Amanda Seale has posted herself and her reaction about listening to these lyrics. Up
4: that ass, just like a frog Don't talk to me, no ya'll, yeah. Got your legs shaking like too wet, though. Fall in love This is the part We kiss and love Do all the things We said we never Do Be like a slave So you don't run away Got the whips and chains come me man
2: well, Charlamagne <laughs> then reposted Amanda Sills and said some of y'all don't have any friends. If you did, you wouldn't make mistakes like this record. Well, Life Jennings was clearly offended by all of this, and he posted his own video in response to Amanda and Charlamagne.
0: So I'm just hearing all this nonsense that Charlamagne the God and that one chick of man. I don't even know her last name they're saying about my new song, Slave. So, you know what's weird is that y'all know life done put out positive music my whole career. You ain't never supported. See, that's what's wrong with you black folks right now, man. You always want to grasp onto the most
3: negative part and put it, but you can't support the good. So, if you offended by what I said, ladies, I have sex. I like sex. You dig what I'm saying? So, I I wrote a song about sex the first in my career. And if I offended some people, then I apologize. Do you know
0: what's his song, Charlamagne? Well, first of all, Uh, Amanda's Last Name is Seals. Dropping the Clues bombs for Amanda Seals. You know, Mm -hmm. I love Amanda. That's family right there. Uh, I had no idea that was Life Jennings. (laughs) All right, I just heard the song and thought it was whack. I I don't care that Life Jennings is singing about sex. Why would I care that he's singing about sex? I just heard the song and was laughing at the lyrics because the lyrics are so trash. And how can Life say we don't support him? We have interviewed Life on the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. If Life wanted to come up here now, he could. But Life, to be clear, I don't care about you singing about sex. I don't think the song is negative. I just thought the song was whack i thought it was so whack that i had no idea it was you because you my guy are better than that and i have heard way better records from life than that one let's be clear in this room envy is that record dope no Lee, was that record dope all i heard was that
2: little snippet
0: I, it's not a dope record also king why are you apologizing don't apologize for your art i don't think people are offended by the song it's just that the song isn't good and we expect more of you king that's all
2: all right, well, let's do some positivity right now. Meek Mill, he is donating back. He has donated backpacks and supplies to students at his former elementary school. It looks like an amazing event. He said he wanted to stop at his elementary school that he grew up at. I just wanted to go, come back and show my love and appreciation to my neighborhood. So we got together with Puma to surprise students at James G. Blaine School. Everybody got a backpack with school supplies. Now, earlier we talked about Michael Jordan, who is reportedly selling shares of the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. So what we have now learned is that he'll still be a majority- owner and when he first got the team the team was appraised at about 287 million dollars it's now worth 1.3 billion dollars so it looks like he's going to just sell a, a small amount of his shares still have a majority ownership of the team so sounds like it, a win-win situation it would be
0: dope if he was selling those shares to other black people too
2: well he's selling it to people who uh new stakeholders who manage head funds they they're worth over three billion dollars are they black though? Oh, I don't know who they are. He's still going to keep
3: majority share, right, you said? Yeah, he still
2: has majority share, so okay. he's still the majority owner. But I'm assuming that means he's going to get back whatever money he invested and then some and still have majority ownership. Now, in addition to that, Michael Jordan is launching a new tequila. He actually teamed up with some of his colleagues, Lakers co-owner Jeannie Buss, M- Milwaukee Bucks co-owner, Celtics co-owner. And um, they actually met up because they were at a restaurant together in New York. And I guess uh, one of them didn't have a reservation. They ended up talking about how much they all love tequila. And now they have launched Sincoro Tequila. It's uh, four different tequilas. There's a Blanco, a Reposado, an Añejo, and an Extra Añejo. And that's going to launch across 12 markets this month and then go nationwide in January.
0: You said tequila just now, and I immediately got hungover again because I drank way too much tequila Saturday night at Elvis Duran's wedding in Santa Fe. New Mexico.
2: Well, Sincora Tequila is uh going to be priced at for the Añejo about $130 a bottle and for the Extra Añejo that's going to be $1600 a bottle. I FYI.
0: What, I, I, was, I was drinking Casa Dragonis on Saturday. That's my tequila of choice.
2: But ultra premium side of the American tequila market is a fast growing market. It said it's a 90% increase each year since 2013. So I, I there's tequila. a lot of space for this. I, yeah.
0: I've become a tequila man over the past couple of years. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still love cognac, I still love Remy, but I like tequila when I'm like when I'm out social. When I'm at the house, I like Remy. When I'm out socializing, I like tequila. Tequila's
2: mm-hmm. my drink of choice. I never get a hangover as long as you drink a good tequila. That's true! You never get, hangover, never get a hangover, and it doesn't make you sleepy.
0: Well, I'm sleepy because we was actually in Santa Fe, so the mountains and all of that and mm-hmm. the time difference, but you're right. Like, when I drink heavy amounts of tequila, I don't wake up with, like, a hangover.
2: All right, now Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade released limited edition t-shirts and they're supporting LGBTQ youth. And so on Friday, they announced their collaboration with this clothing company and in order to support. So Gabrielle Union said, as a family, we believe inclusion and equality are two essential pillars needed to move towards growth and progressive thinking and action in our society. We have created a limited edition t-shirt to help create a more inclusive space with our platform. And then they are actually going to donate $50,000 and 50% of the proceeds of sales from the the other proprietors to the GLSEN organization. That's the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. All right, so that's a dope thing. Um, And, yeah, they have their own experiences as far as supporting their own family members, too. All right, Floyd Mayweather Jr. said he's working on an exhibition fight versus Manny Pacquiao that's going to happen in Tokyo. Here's what he said.
0: What I'm working on right now is the Mayweather Pacquiao exhibition right here in Tokyo, Japan. Stay tuned. Why?
2: He's still getting that money. You know that's why. You know how much money they spend out there.
0: Yeah, but why Japan? Is it still going to be on pay per view? Because that's where the real money. When he did that at.
2: last exhibition, remember well, when he was did? Japan. That was yeah, Japan. Yeah, because they spend a lot of money. Pay, that's why they pay
3: a couple million dollars for it. I, a I couple think it's, million? Yeah, I think it's a million dollar a minute. I think that's how they did it. That yeah, ain't going to be no Floyd Manny though. No. Yeah, Floyd Manny is big. No. B- big business.
2: Yeah, he's going to get a lot of money for that.
3: I think. I think Pacquiao is doing. I think Pacquiao is signed. You know what? Let me shut up. I don't
0: know. I know that I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about their business. I just know <laughs> that
3: Pacquiao was doing that fight, that exhibition fight.
0: But would Pacquiao want to fight Mayweather in an exhibition fight,
2: though? Maybe if the press. Or, right.
0: or, or maybe, or maybe Mayweather don't want to mess up his record. Right.
2: You know what I'm saying? So, so if he, it's he an exhibition
0: tired. and Pacquiao wins, it doesn't necessarily it don't go count. on his record.
3: Right? Yeah, maybe.
2: All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, when we come back to People's Choice Mix, get your request in right now. Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you later. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, over the weekend, I was out in Vegas for the uh, Mr. Olympia <laughs> competition. Did you win? No, I was just DJing, actually. But, you know, we were talking about... I don't know how we were talking about uh, wellness and health earlier. And I was saying... When I was out there, there was a lot of people, diesel, workout a lot. I didn't see that many minority women there. I didn't see that many black women there. I seen a lot of white women that was diesel that could probably throw me off a, a building.
0: Maybe because they don't want to take steroids. Listen, you know a lot of those people at those competitions, but they take steroids on purpose to enhance
3: their bodies. But steroids are illegal in those type of competitions? I don't know if it is
0: at the Mr. Olympia, but a lot of those weight uh, lifting competitions, yeah, no, yeah. it's not illegal. Like you can really? actually use steroids, yeah, really. I, you don't, know, don't don't quote me on they that. They can't
3: touch their back; they're so big, like they can't scratch their back. You ever see it? Like it's, it's crazy. But it was it was. And I no they got little push. guys like you there for. Like, <laughs> scratch
0: my back. You ain't gonna tell them no because you're gonna be shook. Little guys like me scratch my back, little man. No. Well, All over right? the
2: weekend, also shout out to everybody at the Revolt Music Summit that came out and supported. Uh, Revolt TV Diddy was there front and center everything so that was dope and I saw a lot of people getting their network on a lot of people getting great information so that was good also the Envision Fest that was in Brooklyn all the women that came out this was for empowering women and educating us on what we need to be doing to get ahead as far as entre- entrepreneurs and in business. And I also want to commend Amy Du Bois Barnett. She's the new senior vice president and general manager of BET Digital. She's been up before. She used to be an executive at the Grio, and now she's over at BET Digital. So congratulations to her uh, for her new stint.
0: I was um I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico this weekend because my radio godfather, Elvis Duran, he got married mm-hmm. to his uh, longtime boo, Alex. And, um, man, I'm still recovering from that only because it was a lot of tequila. And when I tell you Elvis Duran stunts different, Elvis Duran stunts different. And and, and I'm not even going to, you know, put out some of the things I saw him do this weekend Mm -hmm. only because I don't know if he wants those things out there. And I'm just talking about as far as how lavish the wedding was. Okay. But just, just know that if you've ever gotten married and you went to that wedding, you would say to yourself, damn, I need to do mine over. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do mine over. And if you've never gotten married and you went to that wedding, you would be like, damn, I need my wedding to be like this. Right. So drop one of clues bombs for Elvis Duran and Alex, man. We had an amazing time in Santa Fe other than me eating a green chili cheeseburger and spending about three to four hours on the toilet because my butt kept throwing up and, and but it worked out though, because I ate the cheeseburger Friday night when we landed. And then Saturday morning, I spent a great deal of the time on the toilet. So by it was t- by the time the wedding was that afternoon, I was I was good to go. Okay. Yes.
3: How's your butt now? Uh butt feels good. Good. It feels great. All right. All right. Well, when we come back positive note, don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody it's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club.
2: Yes, happy Monday. Yes, right. Everybody getting their week started off right. Today, I got to do a walkthrough because tomorrow I have a closing for this property I just bought as an investment in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. So it's a big week for me. Just doing this is a big step.
3: Okay. Well, congratulations.
2: Thank you. I'll post some video of the walkthrough so you can see the building's amazing.
3: Cool, cool, cool. All right.
0: All right. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. I just want to simply say there's only one thing more precious than our time, and that's who we choose to spend our time with. Think about that.
3: Breakfast Club, bitches! You
0: all finished or you all
3: done?